coming up. The ladies are going Hollywood at Universal Studios. That's next. From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 600 for the week of August 7th, 2016. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I am your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by my good friends Nancy Johnson. Hey! Mary Jo Willie. willie Hello! And Michael Bowley. Hey there, hi there, hi there! Show 600. We couldn't come up with something better for show 600? Well, this is pretty darn good. Oh, okay, sorry. It is. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, no offense. <laughs> it's, it's what we came up with, so it's pretty right. Darn good. good. Okay, yes. All right. Yes. Just All right. Wait till, so wait till six oh sixteen or something. Yes, like that. yes, right. <laughs> something random. Uh, six six. Never mind. We'll skip that one. Yeah, we'll skip, skip the episode. Oh, <laughs> holy goodness! <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna go look and see whose episode that is. Uh, <laughs> I'll do something on the headless horse. Yeah, headless horse yeah, there we right. go. I'll abstain. Uh, I'll abstain. <laughs> All right. So, um, Nancy, both Nancy and Mary Jo made recent trips over to Universal Studios Hollywood, <clears throat> and we are bad podcasters and we don't go there a lot because we are always in Orange County. Um, but they they made a trip over there, so we want to talk a little bit about it. We did um, a one hundred and one several one-on-ones a couple years ago on Universal, and most of that stuff is still current. So go back and check that out. Also, if you want information, current information on Universal Studios, both Hollywood and Florida, uh, check out uh, Craig and the team at the uh, Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. Um, and they have tons of information about Universal on both sides. They're tracking um, Halloween Horror Nights and what's going on there. So... You definitely want to give them a listen if you're heading into Universal Hollywood. Um, they have lots of information. But since we last talked Universal, they've opened a lot of things. Um, some we've talked about, some we haven't. Uh, so I just want to hear kind of what what you thought about some of the new-ish things. And we'll go from there. Okay. Okay, so we're looking at my visit about two weeks ago and Mary Jo's visit just yesterday. And we each did some of the same things and some different stuff. Um, To qualify, I went with my husband, my two kids, and our adult friend. Um, And Mary Jo, who'd you go with? I went with my adult kids, my son's girlfriend, my sister-in-law from San Diego, and her teenage boys, ages 16 and 14. So we had an older crowd... And some were, most of us did wanted to do everything, and there were some who didn't want to do certain things, which you'll hear about. And obviously, we stuck towards the younger and more popular things with a diversion onto the studio tour, which is something that both Mary Jo and I wanted to, uh, to, um, catch up on because they've done some right. modifications on it in the past recently. Yes, um, since, since I've gone, they added the new Fast and the Furious section. So, can you tell us? How, how that is. Okay. Um, keep in mind that they, um, 
the new Fast and the Furious is on the studio tour. It's um, very similar to King Kong okay. um, in how they do it. But they, they actually try... You know what's, what I found interesting and funny about it is they really tried hard to make it a bigger thing. Um, really okay. Is. Well, no, okay. It's just, it, you're more, it's, it seems to be that you're more immersed into the action than you do in King Kong. That's how I, that's how I got it. You're in the right. movie participating or, with it. And it's, it seems more realistic and it could be that they've improved on their technology a little bit, but. Oh yeah, they, they have. Right, Nancy? Well, Even from King Kong, they've improved. And it uses a very, very similar ride element. Let's talk about King Kong. King Kong is um, is basically they move you onto a... Uh, they move your tram onto a platform inside a building. And that platform has motion um, mechanics built into it. It tips, it, you know, kind of jump, you know, shakes a little bit, things like that. So you are never actually going anywhere, but all this actioning is happening to you and it makes you feel like you are still driving when you are not. Right. And think, kind of think of it as, as star tours, uh, except that you're the, in here it's 3d, that the 3D screen, you're enveloped by it. So it, you're totally surrounded by the action and the way our mind works. You really feel like you're moving. You feel, you, you look like you're, and I'm not going to go into too much detail because I don't want to ruin it, but there's like certain points where the, where King Kong jumps on top of the tram and you feel him thudding on top of the tram as he goes to the other side and as they fight and, and, um, the tram swings and moves along with whatever action is happening right there. And it's King Kong fighting the dinosaurs is basically what's happening around you. If it's 3D, do you have to wear glasses on this part of the tram? They will tell you once you get into each building, there's now two uses of the 3D in King Kong and in Fast and the Furious. Um, And so once your tram is pulled into the building, they will tell you at one point to put on your glasses. So you just have to make sure that, you know, so, so don't put them completely away, you know, put them on, keep them on the seat or on top of your head during the rest of the, the regular tram tour. But I'm going to back up just a little bit. They, they're the fast, well, we're still talking King Kong, so. Well, no, no, no. Um, my point in bringing up King Kong, which, you know, I know they've covered on Universal. It's been out for a long time. It's been a while, yeah. What they've done with that, King Kong has never really been, it's still a unit of the studio tour, correct? Like, the one of the things about the studio tour is they drive you to this place, and they talk about the New York streets. Then they talk about Little Europe. They talk about this soundstage, that soundstage. They drive you to the Jaws thing, and then you experience the Jaws thing. So with Fast and the Furious, they're actually branding it through different positions in the tram tour, in some ways like they do Jurassic Park. For instance, in the vehicles, you know, these stunt vehicles that come from the movies in the Boneyard, they have vehicles from Jurassic Park. So that, they have vehicles now from Fast and the Furious. So they're Furious. trying to integrate it throughout the whole... Right. And when you come to Wisteria Lane, a car that doesn't belong there 
is parked <laughs> and it, and it sets the mood for what's going to happen. And what they've done also is they've, they've altered the tram tour. You know, Jimmy Fallon does a lot of the, uh, interaction with the host on the tram tour, but now the tram tour calls security a couple of times. Uh, for different things that are happening on, on the tour itself, which is new from the time that you and I went on it, Tom. There are videos spliced into the tram tours yeah. running. So, you know, you have interactive, you know, television experience with Universal Studios security and other um, other scenarios. Um, so that's kind of interesting. It's, it adds more of an immersion aspect into the Fast and the Furious attraction. So when you come in, the, I must admit it's genius the way they're using projection technology, the way they're using their props, the way they're using the sound stages to really bring this stuff to life. It was it, when I, when they first brought the, um, so I enjoyed you, it. It was super fun. Yeah. Well, that's I went, all I'll say about it because I don't want to spoil anything. But I like anytime I get the, to see Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's actually, good. Well, he's such a what's, sweetheart. What's, what's kind of cool about this is they pull you into the, the building where you, the Fast and the Furious, and there's four cars on each of these trams. We were sitting in the fourth car. So after the event happened and we went through, each car gets its own section. And of course, the same thing's happening for each car. But, What's kind of cool is the setup, the three, the real props that they have for the 3D effects are different for each section. So you're not yeah. seeing cookie cutter the same thing every time, but you are right. seeing the actors at the same time. And when we first saw it, I was looking at them and I was thinking, are those real people or is, and yeah. is, it, is it a hologram? It's just so well done. And then, of course, when Dwayne Johnson comes out, I'm like, okay, obviously this is going to be, you know, it's only a, f a few seconds that you're sitting there thinking, are these real but people or, or is this a film that I'm watching? And the projection technology is crisp, very, oh very, very crisp on the I thought, pixelation, the HD. Yeah, I thought we were moving. I, I could, I could have sworn that we were moving and you're not. I thought we were racing along with everybody else. And, and like Nancy said, I don't want to tell you all the details, but it does feel like you're racing along with all the action that's It was fun. Happening. I have, I have absolutely no interest in the, the Fast and Furious, Fast and Furious franchise of movies. Uh, you know, I, I just never had any, you know, it just wasn't there for me. And, and this was fun. Yeah, this was it was this really is an really fun. Edition. So, so somebody who's never seen the movies or know yes. about them would be okay. My hand yes. raised in the air because I know nothing about the movies except they're Fast and Furious. That's all I okay. know. Uh, I know they're about cars. It's a big thing. It's about street okay. racing and okay. cars. Okay. That's all I know. And Spoilers so, alert! <laughs> well, who doesn't know the Fast and the Furious is about street racing? <laughs> and, and, I don't know who's the person that always yells at me in the Chatterati. <laughs> but we're 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 watching it, and I don't know what city that it's going in. But I was like, "Is that are we in LA?" And I was looking for landmarks that I recognize. I know, and, right? Uh huh. It was just it's just so realistic, so so well done. So that they did a good. Good job with that. And my Nancy kids even enjoyed that. Now, Zoe had her head kind of in her lap during King Kong. 
And and keep in mind that that's kind of weird and intense for younger kids. Oh, yeah. So, you know, definitely if you've got smaller children, you may want to reconsider the thought of doing. Um, well, they could close their especially eyes in that since, part. Especially since just... they still have, like, you know, the old stuff like earthquake and things like that. They were old enough for me oh, to yeah. explain that to them beforehand. Because they've well, been on Catastrophe Canyon at Disney Hollywood Studios in Florida. I, I come before. from, a, I guess, tough parents because we take four-year-olds and, and we take, mm. we, we take, they all go on there and we just, you know, we just explain this is a movie part or close your eyes if yeah. you're, if you're uncomfortable or something. And kids are supposed to sit on the inside anyway, so they feel protected, mm-hmm. you know, by the parents and stuff. But yeah. you make a good point, Nancy. If you have really sensitive kids, you might want to. They might be yeah. scared by large dinosaurs yeah. jumping all over the yeah. place. And, yeah. And like Nancy said, you're on a platform, so the, the tram is rocking and it's moving just like, I, just like I said in Star Tours, you know, how it's the perception of the visual and the little actual movement makes you think you're doing a whole lot more than you really are. Yeah. All right. So. Very cool. Uh, let's, and, let's. But, um, keep in mind that there are things to do during the waits. You know, they have really fun trivia during the waits, so... But the waits this summer have been long, and we want to say that, because for both of us, we had long waits. Okay. Um, speaking of getting scared, did anybody check out the new Walking Dead walkthrough attraction? Not me. We did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nessie did it. Are, are, okay, Mary jo, are you a fan of the show? I've never seen Walking Dead. Okay, so... So how was the attraction besides that? <laughs> so so I've I've never seen Walking Dead. However, my nephews have seen all the shows of Walking okay, Dead. Okay, cool. So um, we went on there, and Kelly and Kelly and I have been to Kelly and I have been to so many Not Scary Farm and Universal. Right. We it, it's kind of hard to get scared when you know that these are theme park employees, right? Yeah. So we're going, and we said they go. Oh, they do. Well, a good most job. of them are. Well, that's true. <laughs> except except you just for never that, know. I don't want. I don't. I don't want to talk about those two incidents, but I don't think yeah. they're going to sue them. <laughs> but um, having said that, Kelly and I were walking behind my sister-in-law and the two boys, and my sister-in-law was screaming, hiding behind her two boys. Then her two boys <laughs> pushed her in front of them, and she was hunched over. It was. It was so funny. But they. They. They enjoyed it. So it's a lot like um, the Halloween Horror Nights that you have at Universal Studios, except this is during the year, and it's. Walking Dead theme. They have this helicopter that crashed on top of the building. So when you enter it, that's what you're you're looking at. And then you walk in, and and they set you up for what you're going to see. Um, Walking Dead, I guess, is a very gruesome show because yes. there were yeah. some gruesome things that we saw in in there. Um, and it's Universal Studios, so the effects are excellent. So Nick's girlfriend Yasmin went to hall went to the Halloween Horror Nights. So she refused to go in that. She goes, she just said, I don't like being scared, so I'm not going to go in. So he, so they stayed out and they didn't go in at all. Um, so is this? I'm sorry, is this a walkthrough? It's a walkthrough. It's like the mazes okay. in hall in the Horror Nights. Okay. So is it okay? Because you know Tom and I went to Halloween Horror Nights a couple years ago when they did the back lot. Mm-hmm. You could walk through it. You know, we went with Craig. Okay, so remember, and remember. and and they they it was Walking Dead. It was just a bunch of people and they sort of jumped out at you and I thought, oh, um, is this better than that? I would say it's better than that because it's a permanent attraction. Um, the 
the sounds in there and the, um, some of the elements are like that, Michael, you know, where they reach out, but they can't touch you, but they are reaching out and jumping out at you. But there's other effects. There's some movie uh, screen effects like Nancy and I were talking about with Fast and Furious where it looks pretty 3D. So there's, there's a couple of those elements. Um, there's never where you think you're in danger. And of course they have the, the people working there to make sure people don't go where they're not supposed to go or, you know, mess yeah. with the oh, actors. I, I, believe me, I, I never think I'm in danger <laughs> in, in these things. I find them somewhat boring because I thought, okay, you're just going to jump out and try to scare me. And well, I, I don't find them frightening, but that's where Kelly anyway, and but, I are at. We're, we're basically looking at the, um, how well they they do the job because we don't get mm-hmm. we're, we're not scared and it's you know i just walk through you know and i think i the poor actors they're really into it and i'm not reacting like i like they hope i do you know mm-hmm. but kathy did she screamed and she was hunched over and it was very amusing to us mm-hmm. see i now just if, don't do well with that <laughs> <laughs> now if you've never so you've never seen a television show neither have i do you think that affects your appreciation of this um, only in the fact that since I don't know who they are, it's like saying if you, for the people who see the Jurassic World cars on the tram tour and have never mm-hmm. seen a Jurassic World, um, movie, they'll look at the props and stuff and they'll say, oh, that's nice. Whereas those of us who have seen the show really like it or anything Harry Potter, we're like, we, we connect. So I wasn't connected to it like my nephews were. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I enjoy the Harry Potter attractions, but I've never seen the movies. So, yeah. Yeah, oh, but okay. I, okay, but I'll just tell you that I, I bet you anything that you're not connected to that Harry Potter like we are, where the music right, stirs, exactly. stirs us right. just because we right. can relate to it. But, um, now, Harry is, Potter, is, that's, if I remember correctly, this attraction is kind of where the old, um, the mummy walkthrough. The, the old walkthrough was, but I, if I remember correctly, they tore it down and rebuilt. I think so. What it yeah. is, is when you, when you walk into, it's on the upper lot. When yeah. you walk in through the main entrance and you turn left and you go through that really cute French town, you know, towards Despicable Me. Yeah. It's, it's there and it's just to the side and it doesn't have any big hmm. fanfare, but you, maybe not. Okay. You, um, yeah, it's around the corner. Okay. And yeah, so, we avoided that area, so uh, so I'm sitting here staring at my map right now, my park map right now, going, mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's it's it, when you when you walk up this, you go through the entrance, you hang a left, going towards Despicable Me, and then they have these really cute French, um, like a little French village, and then to yeah. the right, it's going to be the courtyard where you can get some food and eat in there and stuff. Yeah. But yes. on this one, this is it's on the left hand side, and it says. Okay. Uh, it's you know Walking Dead and the line was the only thing that I would say is it's a it's a cool attraction but I don't think it's repeatable like some of the other ones you know once you've gone through and you see how it is except for those who are probably real fans of the Walking Dead so the line probably was maybe 10 minutes at the most there there really was no uh, when we went there we were on in 5 minutes and then later okay. in the day, I noticed that the time, it went up just a little bit. But it was never more than than 10. I don't even think it made 15 minutes. I just saw 10 minutes throughout the day for it. So it surprises me that they put so much 
money into it. But for the people, I guess, who don't have the opportunity to go to Halloween Horror Nights, um, It'll, it's pretty, well, it's pretty cool, you know, for the, for the first time goers or for the, for the teens or real fans of the show. And I'm sorry, Nancy, what were you going to say? I was going to say, as you and I were talking about earlier, when you consider that they've taken away the special effects makeups, the um, yeah. program, yeah. you know, they used to have a special effects makeup show. They used to have a, you know, horror costume show. Um, you know, this is about the closest thing they have to demonstrating that stuff now. That's true. So they've and, got it demonstrated in context. And the cool thing is that at Universal Studios, they do use actors. You know, these are people who, who are good at the, at their trade. So they, they try to put on a good show for the, for the guests. So. Very cool. All right. So we kind of alluded to it earlier, Potter. Um, uh, now, which uh, have both of you been to the Universal, the yes. Orlando versions? Yes. Okay. All right. So compare and contrast, and what are your thoughts about Universal okay. Studios Hollywood's version of the Forbidden Journey? Hugs, Hug, Hugsmead. Yes. Oh. oh, you want the you want the village first, and then the attraction. Sure, whatever. Doesn't matter. Nancy, you the want to talk about the village? The layout is different. Okay. Yeah, the layout is different on this. Okay, in Orlando, because I most mean, we people... don't we don't need all details. Yeah, but was no, better, but I'm worse? just saying, I like kind of like the way this one is a little bit laid out. Okay. Um, in Orlando, you know, you come in and you see the train first. That hasn't changed. Um, you know, you see the or you used to have the stationary Hogwarts Express right there at the entrance. Um, that has not changed. Um. They keep in mind they've built this without the second large roller coaster, the Dueling Dragons right. coaster, which is so, critical <laughs> to the layout in Florida because they had an existing one there. Okay, your owl, the owl post is on the right side, right after the the train station. Um, they've moved Ollivanders over to the left, just past the three broomsticks. So there's not a lot of shopping before you get to the three broomsticks. Um, and then you get your Ollivanders, you get your shopping. Most of your shopping is actually on the right side. I kind of like and then, that, the, but they do have that one shopping when you, on the left, the candy store. Yes. Um, I forget the name of it offhand. Zonko's? No. Honey Dukes? Honey Dukes. Honey Dukes, yes. Honey Dukes. Honey Dukes is, bef- is when you first go in and kind of to the left. And oh, I like right. that. We didn't shop there. I I like that they don't have all the shopping together because it's like you're walking through a village with different different aspects. Yes. And I don't know at the Orlando Hogwarts Express is that a photo op also uh, where you go in the train and take pictures? Nick, I know you no, can stand in front of it. Nick and, and Yasmin, take photos. I'm sorry, Michael. Nick and Yasmin. No, took, I'm done. Took pictures, and they were first they took uh, pictures and they put. Um, whatever school they wanted to be from. So they had the scarves, the school scarves on, and they're sitting on the train and really nice pictures, you know, kind of. And then they took a picture where there's dementors in the window, which were, I hope they post them on Facebook. So there, Yasmin has, you know, like her face look of horror and Nick has all his arm, you know, arms and legs up and great. And then they had another picture. That's with, um, cool. We didn't notice that. Yeah, they, and they they had three different picture uh, opportunities, and I forget what the third one was, but 
with the props that they have there. So that was that's a really cool thing that they have there. So I don't know if they have that at the Orlando Hogwarts Express, but at the, I do not think so. As a matter of fact, because you you can ride. Well, the the, the original time, I I oh, this is okay. Okay, this is more like when we had our Diz party when they had the engine only. That's the experience. Um, that's that same experience that they had when they first opened the Wizarding World. But they did not do that kind of photo um, opportunities. At well, they the have that here. Orlando. And in, in addition to that, they have the conductor in front of the train. And mm-hmm. for those those of you who have watched Aladdin, uh, one of the conductors is Dylan White. But he wasn't there when we were there because that would have been really cool to see him. But... um. They they have that right as you walk into the right, like Nancy said, the yeah. big engine sitting there. And then the the architecture, oh my gosh, is just beautiful. It was amazing. We were there on the day of the big sand fire on that weekend, and the sky was burning orange. And we took the most amazing photos that were so, that added to the surrealism of the rooftops of of um, Hogsmeade, and it was just really really nice. Now, one thing we should one thing we should mention um, the way they have um, the way they have Hogwarts or Hogsmeade and Hogwarts Castle nuzzled into the back here. The queues um, the queues for Hogwarts are on. They go basically I mean- in through the left as you enter the attraction and they've got um hippogriff a flight of the hippogriff is to the right so the forbidden journeys to the left and what i like about it is there was a lot of shade and a lot of misters yes <laughs> oh my gosh no they have the mister fans out like crazy and it's yeah. wonderful how were the lines for both the attractions hippogriff, uh, hippogriff wasn't too bad it, and the lines go down later in the day for Hippogriff. So okay. for Hippogriff, I would recommend don't do that first thing in the morning. Um, unless you do it super early. Unless you unless that's the very first thing you're there when the park opens. We got there a half hour after the park opened, and the Forbidden Journey was already at 100 minutes. Wow. So um, Kelly kind of scolded me. She said, Mom, you, said, you, know, you were lollygagging, taking pictures, and the line went from 45 minutes to 100 just from the front to um to to the forbidden journey but then in the evening when we were there forbidden journey was 30 minutes nice okay the day we were there two weeks earlier mind you it was about 120 minutes most of the day wow even into the evening however they do offer single rider oh Oh, i didn't know that Yes, they do offer single rider. And if you, um, go, when you go up to, um, to the team member that's at the entrance to Hogwarts, you know, just as if you were saying, can we take the castle tour, which you can also do if you don't want to ride, you can actually walk through the queue. And then they, they route you out and around. Um, past the the final boarding area. Um, but yes, they will send you up into the attraction from there. So Another that thing is, they have is they have a child switch, uh, child yes. swap over there. They call it child switch. Yes. 
And they have a little room for people to sit with their children while they're waiting for the family who's writing. Yep. So they if your child chickens out, yeah, and we actually used that in Orlando when we went um, when we went and did the attraction there. Now keep in mind this one is 3D versus 2D, and it is it is a bit more intense than the version in Orlando. I I will say. Yeah, that I was I- wondering what you thought. Uh, I, I'm really interested in comparing the two. Okay, this I agree with Nancy. This one is, to me was more intense. When I got off the ride, um, and you're on the moving platform when you get off the the flying bench to get off, I was wobbling, and I don't typically get dizzy. I was dizzy uh, when I got off, and and I was like, whoa! I had to steady my leg, you know. And then when I got off the moving platform onto the to the non moving sidewalk um i almost kind of stumbled a little bit everybody seemed to be okay nicholas um hadn't his heart was beating really fast so after he had something to eat he felt fine after that so we don't we're not too sure what happened but we all loved it is despite it being more intense um, now, I, know, I know the orlando. the orlando version tosses you around quite a bit does that have any effect on keeping those 3D glasses on? No, they wrap. They're even though they're they don't hurt, but they wrap around you pretty well. Okay. Um, I was, I think I had my phone in my pocket, but I have a really deep pocket. They do have lockers for you to put things in. I think they do that at Orlando too. I recommend. There is no way that you're going to film anything. Just yeah. put everything. I put my. We put our glasses in the locker. We put everything in the locker, and I'm really glad we did. And I made sure that. I made sure that that harness was tight down on me because they do, they flip you. No, they don't flip it. They, they, uh, aim you up and down and the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, as the only thing they didn't have, I think that I remember in Orlando that remember how the Dementor, they had like that, the fog where he's sucking out your happiness. Mm-hmm. I didn't see mm-hmm. that on this one, uh, in the Hollywood one. So I don't know if, if it was. Not working, or if it's just I don't even I didn't even see a Dementor that would have been doing that. So I don't. Nancy, do you remember seeing anything like that when you guys were there? I would have to go back and and do it again just to make sure. Okay, it does go with um, that on the, and go ahead. It, it does. I mean, my my. I'm just lucky I made it through the through the <laughs> Orlando one I, I, on. Double drama. I was on double drama. Mean that day. So did you do the one in just Hollywood? like you? Um, not yet. Okay, so you don't have that. Okay, so I don't have that that point of reference yet. It, okay. and it was only because the kids didn't want to do it. They chickened out again, and yeah, Roz didn't want to do it. So and Ian was with the kids. So okay, so it's something that you you ha- you'll have to look forward to. One, but I really things- enjoyed the castle walkthrough this time. Cool. I think what? some of the angles on the castle walkthrough are better. So. That's awesome. So one of the cool things that I thought also is when we got off the attraction, before we went down to the lockers to retrieve our things, the team member told us, oh, if you want to go on this again, just make the loop. And we would we didn't have to wait in line again to go wow. back on the attraction. And I went the wrong direction, and so I thought what he meant was go back through the lockers and get back in line again. But then Kelly said, no, he was telling us just to go straight instead of turning where the lockers were. So we had that opportunity to go on it again. 
So I thought that was a really cool thing. You know, when you're waiting a hundred minutes and then yeah. allowing people, but then, like I said, it's really intense. So people who are sensitive, they're not going to want to go on it again. <laughs> It would be like writing California Screaming three times in a row, well, right, Michael? <laughs> and there's literally oh, no... There was literally, with even with the two-hour wait, there was literally no wait for the single riders. Probably because we don't know about it yet. Yeah. With, you know. the, with their 3D glasses, I wear, you know, regular glasses. Would I... Would, I still be able to wear the 3D glasses? You would. You could just put them over your glasses. How, would you compare okay. them to like the glasses for Star Tours or? No, they're the the wrap around the sides are a little bit flimsier, and they kind of like I don't want to say they snap on your head. They just wrap around a little bit more snug. They're not going to fall off. If you were to be upside down, they don't come off, and they're big enough where they could go over your glasses. And the cool thing, Michael, is. They give you the, oh, I'm trying to remember if they get the 3D glasses before you get to the lockers or not. Yeah. I think um, you can wear them over your glasses. I took my glasses off. I just didn't want to have them on. But um, I think if your glasses are not going to go off as you're being, you, and you could always hold them on your head, you know, when you're yeah. when you're strapped in. But yeah, you could wear the 3D. They're big enough where they'll fit over your glasses. But the okay. but the the side bands kind of wrap around and they're they're they they're it's a snug fit just the way that they're made. Mm-hmm. So okay, yeah, it was and yeah, you definitely want the three D glasses, otherwise you're going to be seeing double edges, uh, fuzzy images without it. So what I I think what I did is. I took the glasses off when we were going through the castle and seeing the the regular animatronics and then putting them back on my face to see the 3D effects. So I was doing that. You don't have to do that, but that's what I was doing on the attraction. And it's pretty much the same um, premise. You know, you're going through the castle. You do the, the Quidditch game. You see the, the Whomping Willow. I had forgotten how a lot of it. It was... Everybody came back pretty jazzed when when, it, when we got off the attraction and how what a cool attraction it is. It really so. is one of the best attractions that's been put into a theme park in a long time. So. Yeah, um, barring of course the you know few Shanghai attractions that look really awesome. Um, but, so how does the food there there at Hollywood compare to Orlando? You know, we <laughs> I think have... we have two different experience. We have okay. We we okay. So I ate. I my family ate lunch at the uh, Saddle Chop House and dinner at Three Broomsticks. And Nancy and her family ate lunch at the Three Broomsticks and dinner at the Chop House. You we, guys did are the, silly. we did the opposite. So I know, you know, it's kind of one of those things. Um, but uh, I found, you know, okay, Theme Park Insider voted the three broomsticks there as best quick service restaurant best new quick service restaurant out of 2016 and i you know i just think we got the wrong things because we passed table after table um we passed table after table who bought, they have an offering. It's a dinner for four, basically. It's got ribs, chicken, corn. Oh, yeah, that platter thing. Platter of everything. 60, $60 for the platter. Great. It, which great is a good value. Yeah. 
which is a great value. We should have done that because that looked like it was phenomenal. It looked like it was very, very fresh. I had a big salad and the, and the entrees. I do not recommend the shepherd's pie. The shepherd's pie I got, it was orange tinted around the edges of the mashed potatoes from the, from the tomato oid beef grease. Mm. Yeah, you know how in grease, something, you know, that's been cooked with, meat that's been cooked with tomato when it gets greasy and it like leaves mm. that orange residue all over the place? Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, and see, and I had the, I had the shepherd's pie in Orlando and it was terrific. See, and that's what I was like. I was like, I know the food in Orlando is fabulous. And I thought, oh, this will be great. And, you know, the, the little mock-up looked really good. And I was like, oh, yeah, it, it wasn't. And there was barely any meat in it. What did you so, have, Major? So our family, um, so there's indoor seating and there's outdoor seating. The outdoor seating is a covered patio. That's where mm-hmm. we ate. We loved it. So I had the bangers and mash. I had never had that before, and I wanted it because it sounded Harry Potter-ish. <laughs> so, so Nick and I both got the bangers and mash. Uh, Yasmin got the fish and chips. Kelly got the chicken, um, like chicken breast, I think it was. And Kathy and one of her sons, the roasted chicken Thomas, leg. Yeah, she got the roasted chicken leg. Kathy and Thomas got the ribs, and her other son Daniel got the prime rib. We all loved our dinners. I had never tasted bangers and mash. The so- the English sausage they had. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Usually. It good. was, they served, I had peas. I had, uh, kind of like sauteed cabbage. Um, and it was sitting on mashed potatoes. It was so, so good. I was, the ribs, she said they were outstanding. Kelly, um, now Kelly's a cook, so she's very, um, critical about the food she eats. <laughs> She, she, she critiques, she said that chicken was so good. It was moist. You know, she said sometimes it's hard to get moist chicken. They usually dry it out, especially if it's, um, but she said it was moist. It was really good. We, and Daniel liked his prime rib. We all enjoyed our food. Yeah. I so. think we just got the wrong thing, but then my husband and one of my daughters got the fish and chips and their fish and their fish was dark brown. It wasn't a nice, lightly fried, you know, that beautiful golden fish and chips you normally expect. It was the, a time. I'm sorry. It could have been the time of day. It could have been just the switchover. It was really, really busy. Yeah. I don't know if somebody just fried it a little too long and it went out anyway instead of getting pulled. Yeah. But, See, and that's um, not an excuse because the you're paying good prices at that restaurant. Yeah, I know. It's, and so that's why cheap. I was kind of disappointed. I was really disappointed in that. Now, my daughter's chicken, t- you know, my other daughter's chicken tenders were fried just fine and they were really tasty. And I had some of the chicken in Roz's salad and that was really good too. So I was, I was having definite buyer's remorse on, on the items I chose. So I would stick to things like the chicken and the ribs and that kind of stuff, which has, seems to have a higher turnover than say the shepherd's pie. Oh, it could be. Now when, when we, you know, being that they're having all these promotions right now, all of us ended up with annual passes. So we weren't (laughs) in a rush. So, so we're, we're already planning when we're going to go back and Nicholas stated that he won't eat at any other um, park restaurant than Three Broomsticks because he liked it that that well. And we really didn't want to eat. You know, they have the, the one that's pizza and pasta, and it's just yeah. not very nutritious. 
where yeah. the food we we had here. I mean, they had grilled vegetables with the prime rib. They had so you had options yeah. to eat comfort food or or um, you know a little bit more healthy food if you wanted right. to. Right. So it was nice to have that option. Yeah, and I, I'm more than willing to give them another chance. And yeah, I'm willing to give them another chance with better, more like I said, more high turnover items. I think that that's truly the key, is doing something like the chicken or the ribs. Now, another place I want to give a, a, a try to is I really want to try Cletus's for the chicken and waffle sandwiches. You know, moving us on from uh, from Harry Potter world to uh, to the Simpsons lot, which is new. The Simpsons... So, okay, so back before Harry Potter opened... Springfield area. Yeah. Yeah. When Springfield opened... Um, I was listening to another podcast, um, and they were saying that Springfield's restaurants and the Three Broomsticks share a kitchen. They're like back. They're like back to back, and they share a kitchen. So it's like yes, they are actually. They are. So I mean, I'm kind of not surprised. Yeah, I think the next time we go, we're gonna we'll try the Springfield, so we can just do a a real quick little update on that Um, one because. Okay, now we had had the donut debate yesterday, Tom, and you had said that they'd always had donuts there. Well, they've and always indeed, had the big, the big donut in the gift the shop. Big ping, the big pink donut yeah, yeah. at the Quickie Mart. When they added when they added Springfield, with the little street of Springfield, they actually added a lard, a lard boy's donuts. And with that, they, they don't just have the pink donut anymore. They have about six different kinds of donuts. So they're all yeast-based donuts, yes, but they have, some are chocolate iced, some are white iced with, um, like for instance, they had the Oreo cookies and cream one, which was white iced with crumbled Oreos and, and pink icing drizzled on top. There's a chocolate plain chocolate ice there with chocolate sprinkles there is a chocolate iced s'mores with graham crumbs and uh, marshmallows toast actual toasted marshmallow on top um, there are two different kinds with with uh, cereal you know because that's a trend out here in LA is um, the donuts with cereal sprinkled on them um, so one one is chocolate iced with cocoa puffs, and the other one is like white iced with um, fruit with I guess tricks. Yeah. On them, um, another one, and then they kind of vary, and then they also sell a box of four smaller donuts. So it's like six ninety five for one of the big ones, and then eleven ninety five for four small ones, and you can mix and match whichever okay, ones you I'm want. Yeah, I know. So, we, yeah, we'll so that's like that a out. new thing from Lard Boys, and they've got the the squishies everywhere, and yeah. um, the hot dogs. Okay, Duff's Beer Garden. Might I say that the the seven drafts were very very cute. The um, they the decor in Springfield is really really fun. It is, and the Duff's Beer Garden is a really nice area to relax the uh taco truck there is hysterical um but then the beer garden is lined with topiaries a la 
you know, a, a kickoff to Disney. And the uh, Duff apparently has these seven Duffs, which are the seven dwarves. Um, and they are, like, sleazy, skanky. <laughs> <laughs> and they all have different faces, and they're done in topiary. They're hysterical. So, um, so keep in mind, little fun stuff like that in that area is really cool to look at. Um, is the attraction identical to the one in Orlando? I believe so, yes. Yeah. yeah. It's the same, you know, it's the same use of the old Back to the Future vehicles and Back to the Future building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, All right. the... I was going to say, the only other thing I want to mention, you know, we never really talked, we talked about the, the Despicable Me area, um, the Minion playground mm-hmm. effect. That is super duper super, cute. Super Silly Funland. Super Silly Funland, yes. Thank you very much. Um, my kids loved Super Silly Funland, and if you have young ones, you are going to spend a lot of time here, and you yeah. should bring a swimsuit for them. There's- there's a lot to do for the younger set in that area. So, especially now with the summer and, and the heat, like Nancy said, brings swimsuits. That's really good. And another, and the, did you have anything else about, um, Super Silly Finland, Nancy? Um, rumor has it lately, and when the cast members we were talking to about where we should go eat dinner, a lot of them were recommending the restaurant, um, at Gru's. Uh, oh, well, okay. It's called, uh, do Gru's Lab Cafe. And they said the rotisserie chicken there was really, really good. I heard and that the, too. So, um, they have El Macho's Nachos and, uh, Gru's <laughs> Rotisserie's Chicken. So that is, um, definitely an area I want to check out as far as that goes as well. Um, I'm trying to think of any other newer, newer things that are coming along. I mean, we're um, still I know that... the... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Mary Jo. Um, we did see on the Backlot tour that they are starting to build the mazes for the Hollywood um, Horror Nights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Already... And they are going to have... Oh, shoot, I forgot which one they were bringing back. They're bringing back but a couple of lots, them. Lots of yeah. 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 They confirmed it. Um, I also wanted to say that we did watch Waterworld. I had heard that it was going away, um, but the show was really well done. And I was, all of us were surprised that the actors who were in that show were recognizable from TV series that we were watching. So it was just kind of fun to say, you know, this person from, um, this person was a zombie on. No, it was, there, there were popular shows and these were actors. They were known actors that were in Waterworld. So it was kind of cool. So I'm sorry that I didn't write it down who they were. And I just wanted to also give a, a shout out to the chop house that we ate at. Um, the guy who waited on us, it looked like, you know, sometimes you have a personality to serve and sometimes you don't. <laughs> <laughs> so he was, a, he, I think he was acting like I, he should be the, the waiter who did not want to be there. But, you know, he was, but he did his job, and so the when the manager went around, you know, greeting the tables, and he asked us, you know, how was it? We said, good, but I said, you know, we, we'd like some more water. We've been waiting for some water. And so he goes, oh, I'll get on that right away. And a few minutes later, the waiter came back, and he says, oh, this is on um, 
the owner on this dessert is on the owner. So he gave us s'mores for free because Aww. they didn't serve us water. And then when the when the owner came back or the manager came back and he gave us water, my sister in law said, "Oh well, I wanted tea." And so he got a cheese, and then we, they were going to give us free cotton candy, because they have this three foot high cotton candy dessert. Oh my god. Well, we turned Go it down because we didn't, we didn't want junk food. We were like, no, no, please don't bring it to us. But they just bent over backwards just because we were waiting to, you know, for refills of water and iced tea. So I just have to say that they, and the food there is good. I just have to do a shout out to the service and, um, making the, their diners feel like they really want that they want us to be there. And I'm sorry, Nancy, what were you going to say about that? Oh, oh no, I I concur. I had the, we had the most wonderful experience. We actually had Lily was having a nine year old blood sugar meltdown to end all meltdowns at that point, and we sat at the bar because we couldn't get a table. There was enough of a wait. So we, they said, go on into the bar. We had the best bartender. He's there on the weekends. His name is Fish. Or his nick, his name is, I think, Fisher, but they call him Fish. Um, he was amazing. He got, he saw that she was having, you know, a blood sugar issue and he threw a Shirley Temple down in front of her. And she sucked it up and she was back to normal within no time. And, he doted on us, and that three-foot cone of cotton candy appeared <laughs> in front of her on the house. And she was the happiest little girl, and oh, it bet. was really good cotton candy, too. We brought the, we brought most of it home. Um, and, yeah, in fact, I think I ate it a little yeah. bit of it uh, and the podcast the next day um yeah i they, just think they're right they're right outside side the entrance um to the universal studios yeah park up, the, away from city walk yeah yeah um, on the opposite on side the opposite of city side. walk and you can't look for the scary like mannequins Western. yeah but i i just wanted to give them a shout out because i thought that the service was really good there um is there anything yeah. new in city walk yeah, there's oh, a gosh. new donut place that they just put up. Um, it's not open yet, but Kelly knew all about it and the okay. different flavors that they have. So that one's opening. And then uh, we parked in the... Oh, Jewish and Ludo's garage. Chicken is open too now. Okay. And that is apparently supposed to be some of the best fried chicken in the country. Is that a quick serve or sit down? It's a quick serve. Okay, so is it upstairs? Uh, no, it is, it is literally on that first walk right by the Universal, right near the Universal Studios store. Okay. It's in that first, uh, block of stuff. That's and you walk up to a counter, and the counter's outside the restaurant, and, it, and the restaurant space is all behind the wall. Okay. Very cool. It's all kitchen. Alright, any yeah. last thoughts? You know, we got, um, we both took advantage of a Southern California offer, which is apparently now available at Costco. The same offer yes. that we got. Um, it's 109 and it is, um, it is 109 and it is 12 months and it is effectively the same dates as the current 119 special that ends on February 28th. So I think this is going to be the beginning for both of us of, 
of exploring a few more things about that park. Um, and maybe even coming up with some touring plans for families with small, younger children, if they might want to go, or, um, at least getting some, cause we've never really mapped out like the wait times there or, you know, done any real analysis of us. I mean, we all know Disneyland like that, but like the back of our hands, but, um, but getting the patterns down for that park is going to be significantly harder. So... Yeah, might, we might be able to do a little more experimenting for you guys and be able to share a lot more from here on out. Any last words, Marjo? Um, that's pretty much it. You know, even though we parked at the very last parking <laughs> structure. Oh, yeah, that's something completely new. Yeah, we didn't even e- mention the ET structure. Yeah, the ET structure. It really wasn't, you know, which had us walking the practically the entire length of City Walk. Right. It really wasn't bad, even at the end of the day, because... Right now, I've always said that Universal Studios is a three-quarter day park, but in the summertime, that's uh, it's like almost a two-day park because there's so much to do. The lines are long. Again, you have to choose what you're you're going to do. And one thing um, I try to do is I was going to download the Universal Studios app. There is no Universal Studios Hollywood app. Right. There's no. it's Orlando, so you have to really mm-hmm. rely on the signs, and they do have them in more than one spot. The the timetable signs that tell you the length that you have to wait for the attraction. So I right. thought that was really helpful that they had those. Um, okay, over there. they do give you actually. There's a website they tell you to check. And it's on your park map, and it says for up-to-the-minute park information and character appearance times, visit ushwaittimes.com. But that's not an app. That's a web- I know, it's not an app, but they still give you at least um, a link you can hit with your smartphone to look at stuff. And uh, also, enjoy free Xfinity Wi-Fi service throughout the park. Really? Yes. Oh, if you have, okay. Interesting. And I would say pay attention to the tips they give you. I think um, if Harry Potter, if you're going to do it when the park opens, if you're not going to get there when the park opens, then wait till later in the day. Nancy had a different experience than we did, but we noticed that the lines for the Forbidden Journey and the the Hippogriff uh, Little Roller Coaster went down quite a bit in the end of the day, and some of the other attractions, the lines went up. Like the Simpsons and um, some of the other things. So for us, I, every like Nancy said, it was 100 minutes for the Forbidden Journey and an hour. I think it was 65 minutes for the tram tour, 45 minutes for other attractions that we went on. So you just kind of have to, to gauge it and... Yeah. And, but Definitely but, do not arrive after the... Rest of LA wakes up right. and decides to go <laughs> yeah. on a Saturday morning. We didn't get there till noon. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. Thank you, ladies. That is going to do it for this segment of the Design Plug. Be sure to catch all of our other Design Plug podcasts this week. And of course, we will be back again with you next week. Until then, remember Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.